is a family podcast, even though sometimes you let bad words in. Oh, yeah, I let bad words Oh, wait, oh, I see what you're saying. You are the one who edits it, so you let the bad words in. You're the one who says it. Hey, yo, Rudy, don't let stop. Welcome to the Over the Top Podcast. I am Brendan, here with your skinny tall boy, Rudy. Rudy, say hello to the folks. Hey, everybody. Glad to be here. Tall boy. <laughs> yeah. I should have just not said anything because like, oh, you're talking about me? Oh, <laughs> I refer to us <laughs> oh, today. I'm, I'm super buff and handsome. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. People don't know what I look Lie. like. They only, they only see one Lie. picture of me on, on Facebook and Instagram. So they could say, yeah. hey, behind that shirt, like there's a lot of muscle there. Are you, are you trying to talk about stripping for our listeners? No, no. You creep. <laughs> Mr. Rated R. <laughs> Mr. Rated R. <laughs> Anyways, everybody, welcome to another episode yeah. of the Over the Top Podcast. We are excited to get into today's episode because, well, we're excited to get into every episode, oh, I yeah. think. I don't think there's an episode that we're not excited to get into. Um, I don't yeah, think so. so. Yeah. I, yeah, hope we're exci- I, I hope you're excited because I'm excited. I am freaking pumped. Um, so again, yeah, we are we are doing this over Zoom. So yep. apologies if the audio quality isn't as great. Um, you know, you got to hear my voice recorded through a recording. You know, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna rock a pretty awesome topic today. Um, and I'll 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 be I'll be upfront about it right now. I came up with this topic idea when I was getting my subway for dinner while um while visit excuse me while visiting a subway uh my my local subway closest to my work i like to go to and i've become a bit of a regular there that the girl there she she kind of just knows my order now so every time i come mm-hmm. in she's just she's just grabbing it all out and slapping it down and and we we have started having conversations and uh yeah it's, nice. it's super fun but that's where the, the the podcast topic comes from today but before we get into that rudy update me how's your life been it's been a few weeks. I had to miss last weeks. week. So tell me, how are you doing? Is uh, yeah, that wife of yours beating you up? <laughs> no. No, she she and I do really well. Like, I guess there's not much been going on besides just working, um, you know, with the new year. Just like we know that there's going to be a lot going on for us both uh, in this coming year. We're hoping to have completed uh, some things that's mostly to do with, you know, finding a new place to live. And yeah, just like finding a new, yeah, new place to settle. I think that's one of the biggest ones we're, we're aiming for. And with me having a new job, uh, which I don't want to really discuss in detail, uh, but uh, having a new job that uh, is, is, I guess would say is paid well, like knowing that I have a steady income, I think is important, especially for a couple who, who wants to have like, wants to live somewhere the, if you want to hire a real estate agent and lawyer, they need to see all the stuff, like how much are you earning per month? Right. So just knowing that now I have a very steady income is is that that's that's helpful and uh, so that's all for me today. Uh, so Brendan, yeah, how has life been treating you already? Oh, ma'am. Well, this month is uh, it's been a busy one, honestly. Um, yeah, I got back into classes. Um, I just finished my second week of classes. I'm going into third week of my second semester. Um, yeah, it's tough. They're uh, like originally we were supposed to have a four week placement 
um, uh, at like from April to the end of May, I believe. Or sorry, no, 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 beginning of April to like like May first. Um, but that is not happening um, due to COVID. So our teachers are our professors are trying to put together some sort of self-help program type thing seminar for us to do in that time. But, um, but because our, our last, you know, four or five weeks was supposed to be placement, all of the classes we would have had this semester are all condensed into the first like eight weeks, eight or 10 weeks. I can't remember exactly. I think it's like 10 weeks. Yeah. Into the, into the first 10 weeks, it's all condensed. So all of our, we've got like a ton of due dates for stuff. Um, and everything is like all of my classes are scheduled to be three hours. Um, for the most part, they're always over two. Sometimes my teachers will let us go early. Sometimes they'll take us right to the end. Um, but yeah, so it's just busy, yeah. really, really busy. And then I'm still working full time. So, um, you know, that also keeps me busy. Um, we had a new staff join our team. Her name is Kendra. Um, she's pretty cool. She's pretty cool. She uh, she gets her work done and she um, she has zero issues kind of diving right into the uh to the roasting atmosphere culture that we kind of have going on amongst the (laughs) amongst the facility staff we all like to kind of tease each other and roast each other on a pretty constant basis and uh kendra jumped right into that um (laughs) she she jumped right into it pretty well so nice no it's been it's been fun she's pretty cool um so yeah i got that going on julie just had her birthday last week which is why this podcast is yeah, happy birthday, Julie. Yeah, which is why this podcast is coming out a, a little bit late, right? This one's coming out late. Yeah, yeah, because we were yeah. planning to record last... Well, I planned it last Sunday, but then you mentioned that Julie's birthday is that day, so we decided to move it. Yeah, yeah, sorry. So, no worries, um, so yeah, yeah. So this one's coming a little bit late because it was Julie's birthday. Um, yeah. So obviously I gave her the day um, because it's her day, her birthday. Um, and then her twin celebrated the day after. Um because her tune was working all day anyways. So so they celebrated with her the next day. But um yeah, it was it was nice. Gave Julie her birthday gift. Uh gave Julie a little birthday loving. Smooch smooch. Birthday hugs. I mean birthday hugs. Um <laughs> but yeah, so I, I gave yeah. I gave Julie uh, a little mini projector. Some of you guys may have heard it, may have seen some of those ads on Facebook. And if you're listening to this on your phone and you hear me saying mini projector a few more times, um, you're probably going to get ads for it on your phone because that's just how our phones work nowadays. You say something and it listens to you and then you get ads for it. So now you guys will see ads (laughs) for mini projectors from Amazon. (laughs) And that's when we get the complaints coming in. (laughs) But but, uh, yeah, so it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. We, I, I, I haven't used it with her yet. Um, I want to bring over an HDMI cord for her to use. And um, and we can hook it up to one of our laptops and just project yep. something onto a wall, something like that. Um, but yeah, aside from that, nothing too crazy. Um, yeah, just working, doing school, and uh, you know, still moving ahead with wedding stuff. And oh, you know what? Actually, something that is new. Um, I have started um, really being serious about losing that weight before the wedding. I have a goal. Of forty pounds, losing forty pounds before July tenth, 
and I'm two weeks in. This today is day fifteen. Yeah. Um. So, essentially, what I'm doing is just running or walking. You know, doing four and a half, four point two kilometers extra on top of everything else I do in the day. But I'm just kind of recording the extra thing I'm doing. Like I'm just recording the those kilometers for the walk slash run. Um, yeah. Last night I did it. Last night I went out super super late. I did not run the whole thing, unfortunately for for me. So it just it took a little bit longer. And for those of you interested, when it comes to weight loss and walking and running, it's not about whether you walk or run. It's about how far you go. So if you're really interested in losing weight, if you walk four kilometers or run four kilometers, you're 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 gaining about the same amount of weight loss benefits. So just so you know, that's for anybody yeah, that's curious about that. But uh, yeah. but yeah, so yeah, last night I still ran a little bit over half of it, but. You know, I I, uh, I I walked a good chunk because my my shins and my knees are just not feeling it. That pavement mm. running is not is not good oh. for these joints. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. And I'm I'm a heavy boy. I'm a heavy boy. So you know, it's uh, it uh, doesn't it doesn't help being a heavy boy. But yeah, so. Um, enough about me. Enough about you. Let's get <laughs> to the funny story segment of do it. this amazing podcast that so many people love. <laughs> we got ratings for that. <laughs> I really wish we did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Let's. Yeah, I'll do another stupid things Brendan does or says at football. So, um,. So yeah, anyways, I'll just dive right into it. So um, high school gym class, this one was high school gym class. I got a lot of really funny, dumb high school gym class stories too. Um, so, I mean, I aren't honestly- those, Aren't the, those the best? <laughs> uh, they're, they're pretty good. Honestly, sometimes they're, they're really funny. Um, but yeah, so this one, this one has a little bit to do with running. I share that I'm running a lot more now. Um, so this one has a little bit to do with running um, only because I did it while I was running. During gym class, um, we're doing our warm up. Um, and our warm up this day was just kind of doing laps around the gym. Okay. And my teacher, um, oh crap, I can't remember his name. Oh shoot. Just make up someone. Oh man, it started with an R. Mr. Richie, I think his name was Richie? Mr. Richie. Richie. Okay. It, it might have been Mr. Richie. Yeah. I'm. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna call him Mr. R. No, I'm gonna call him Mr. Richie. I'm pretty sure that's yeah, who call it was. Mr. Richie. Yeah, it's Mr. Richie. Um, so he was my gym teacher this time. And, um, I remember I was running, doing laps around the gym and you know what? I just, I absolutely didn't want to do laps. I was just being a lazy butt tard. Um, <laughs> also, <laughs> also I was just being a giant goofball. You know, sometimes I just get in those moods where I'm like, you know what? I just want to be a, a complete turd and a goofball <laughs> today. And so, so that's how I was feeling. Granted in high school, I felt like that a lot of the time. Um, but <laughs> this day, Mr. Richie, I think he was just not having it. He was just not in a good mood. Um, and, and, um, you know, I had very recently learned the word coccyx, which <laughs> coccyx is <laughs> your tailbone. Essentially it's that it's the, it's right at the end of your spine. It's your tailbone. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes like if you ever heard of a coccyx, that's, that's what it is. It is your, okay. it is the end of your spine, your tailbone essentially. Um, and so I remember we were, we were doing the run, we were running around the gym and, uh, oh, no, we weren't just running. We were actually doing a circuit 
And so I was doing it with my friend Andre. And so in between the exercises, we did laps around the gym. And so I remember um, this was during one of the laps, and I just kept I just kept saying, ah, Mr. Richie, my coccyx, it's killing me. My coccyx, is just, it's killing me. Because, you know, obviously I'm, I'm not saying the actual bad word. I'm saying coccyx. Um, and, uh, and like my, my friend Andre is like, dude, shut up. <laughs> like, like you gotta stop. And, uh, and my teacher, Mr. Richie was like, okay, that's, it's funny. Brendan, just, just keep, just keep working out. Just whatever, just whatever. Just keep working out. And, um, but I, I went on for a solid, at least 10 minutes, just complaining loudly about my coccyx. Huh. And, um, you keep saying the same joke over and over. Oh 10 yeah. Minutes? Yeah. 10 minutes. I wrote that oh, thing gosh. for 10 minutes. Oh my, and my teacher uh my teacher eventually was just like he's just like brendan if you mention your coccyx one more time i'm sending you to the office <laughs> and i was <laughs> i was just like "Ooh, okay mr richie's mad <laughs> so i just thought it was really really funny um and my my friend Andre is like see idiot i told you to shut up (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah that's my funny story it's not hilarious but you know just another story about me being a giant idiot in high school (laughs) so rudy you had a good story to share um and uh, i think our our listeners want to hear it okay yeah uh you might have to help me again with because i kind of told you which story i'm going to share so correct me if i'm wrong with what i'm going to about to share but so uh we shared before many times on the podcast that Brennan and I have been doing the, have joined this one year internship at our church, and uh, one of the things that that internship does with every class is go on a mission trip uh, for about a week or so uh, or ten days. And our trip was going to Dominican Republic and Haiti, and so this story will take place in Dominican Republic. So I believe it was maybe like the like like it was our um, the fourth or fifth night. Like after we did our activities, we went, well, we basically, in a nutshell, we basically go to different communities, help them out with outreaches mostly, and also helping schools, doing different activities with the kids. Uh, yeah, just helping with different projects. Um, yeah, a, lo- a lot of what we did on that trip was um, children's ministries. Yeah, worked, a lot of ministry with children. Yeah, so in short, that was basically, and then mostly in the evening time was more, sometimes was more like just for us just to hang out at the resort. Mm-hmm. We were staying at this really nice resort in one of the spots we stayed at because we, we stayed at two, but the one that was really nice was in Dominican. And uh, we, were in, we were in a weird mood. We were all super hyper. I don't know why. We were so dumb. Like how know, we acted. Of, like, we were loud. And older just... teenagers. Just, yeah, it's <sighs> kind of weird that they would be full of energy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I don't know if all the, all of our classmates were there. I think all of us were there when we were trying this activity. Like someone mentioned, I don't know if it was, if it was you, Brendan, or someone else saying, hey, let's do this game at the beach. Well, it uh, wasn't like, me. It was okay, actually it Jason. You. Jason came up with this game. Or he didn't come yeah, up with it, but people. it's a game he had played before. And yeah. um, and I was really interested in it because like, it it was really fun and we got to tackle each other so yeah that's so the whole point of the game is and again brendan correct me if i'm wrong is that you have like you're divided into teams of two and you you basically have to kind of try to have the ball in your hand or with your feet and try to grab a stick that you like we that we planted on in the sand for you to grab so it's like basically capture the flag in a way am i saying that kind of I'll, okay. I'll explain it first. Yeah, yeah. We'll say the the tools of the game. 
So normally you'd play with a stick and you'd play with like a rugby ball or a football and you'd have like a big circle. You draw a big circle as your board, as your boundaries. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you play the game within that circle. And the point of the game is that you and your partner need to get the stick or whatever object you use, you use in the middle. We use the flip flop because we did not have a stick. Right. It was a flip. <laughs> yeah. We used the flip flop. Yeah. Um, right. It was also nighttime. So I, I think we opted out on the stick and decided yeah. to go with the flip flop, seeing as we're doing it on the beach and nobody wanted to get like punt, like punctured in the eye with the stick. So, or like step yeah, we on used it, the, like step on yeah. it too. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we, we used the flip flop. And the point <laughs> right, of the right, game, right, right. Yeah, yeah, the point of the game was that you and your partner were trying to get the flip flop. Because if you got the flip flop, right. you got a point for your team. But you right. could only get the flip flop if you also had the ball. Right. And you could yeah. pass the ball to your partner, or you could get the ball from another team if you tackled them or intercepted it in the air. So if if, yeah. if I had the ball and Rudy wasn't on my team and Rudy tackled me, I would have to give him the ball. And then yeah. he could try and go get the flip flop. Or if Rudy and I were on the same team and I passed the ball, but somebody caught the ball in the air before Rudy got it, then they get the ball. So yeah. those, are the, those are the two ways to get the ball. Yeah, exactly. So um, I just remember, like, yeah, again, it was really dark. It was on the beach. There was not much light at all because we were, like, at this darker area. Like, there was not really many lights uh, at yeah. where we were at. <laughs> so it was super pitch black. And yeah, the flip flop was also really like it was like a dark colored uh, flip flop. So again, hard to spot. And they decided that uh, Brendan and I would we paired up into a team. Uh, yeah, just have the two blindest guys in in <laughs> group together because we couldn't wear glasses for this. Like we like I'm blind as a bat. Uh, I don't know how your eyesight is, Brendan, but uh, um, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> so we had to take our glasses off. So imagine pitch pitch black. Uh, there's yelling going everywhere. You just hear your partner's name yelling, saying, you know, Rudy, Rudy, pass the ball, Brendan, Brendan. So, like, it, like we're just, like, yelling, being obnoxious, like, super loud. I think we woke up some people. I really apologize if anyone's listened and say, hey, I've been to a resort that time. You goofballs. <laughs> I, I seriously doubt it, but maybe. <laughs> I wish. Who knows? Funny. No, it's you guys. Um, but <laughs> I think I remember this carefully. Correct me if I'm wrong, but... Since, Brennan, you have a good history of football, rugby, you know how to tackle well. and well, sometimes. Sometimes. Well, I would, no, no, no. Don't underestimate yourself. You can tackle pretty well. well okay. uh, I like, was just like, trying to be humble, I guess. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm, okay. The good thing is that I'm glad that I was on your team for that because I did not want you to tackle me, man. <laughs> now, the thing is, though, you mentioned Jason. He, he, he gets rough. And I remember... Yes. I remember he got the ball. I think it was with Owen. He got the ball, and but right when he got it, I just saw it. Was, I, I saw Jason sort of like my eyes got kind of used to the dark, and I just see him with the ball standing there for one second. <laughs> you just full on just speed, just tackle him to the ground. <laughs> you just... You just you just tackled, and, and Jason's like, he's like a... He's not short, but he's not like a big like big guy like i guess you could call it. like he's not a tall no at the time jason was very skinny he was short yeah. and skinny he was a short skinny guy so <laughs> you just you tackled him like a football player just tackled like i don't know i took him like, out you took, <laughs> I, dude, I you took the ball. him out. I took him out you knocked the wind out of him but yeah i just remember how hilarious that was but and then you you accidentally tackled me too like you kind of ran into me because you didn't know where i was you just heard me and then you just like 
like hit me like because you're shorter than me so you like kind of like your head hit my chest and like <laughs> oh <laughs> like we were just I really dude, that was so i much really fun. wanted the flip-flop oh yeah dude, i we wanted just us like, to win we want we were dedicated and we're just young where's the flip-flop where's the flip-flop yeah that's that and, was probably the worst part every time we have the ball we had enough time to get the flip-flop we couldn't yeah. see it yeah. We didn't see where the flip-flop was. Yeah. <laughs> so we'd literally get the ball and be screaming, where's the flip-flop? Where's the flip-flop? Oh. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that entire game, we didn't get any points. I, I, I doubt it. Yeah, I don't. Th- I think we just tackle people. Yeah. We just like, you know what, screw it. Let's just tackle people. Even though they didn't have the ball, we'll just tackle them. Um, I don't know how we did it with the girls, though. How did how, did you just tackle? Oh, we tackled them. They wanted to play. They were. I like, did more yeah, of a we'll... shove. I it did was... more of a shove. <laughs> it was Bianca. It was Bianca and Leah. I I yes. remember. Okay, I remember this specifically. And if Leah ever listens to this, she might remember this. Yeah. Um, but Bianca and Leah were on a team together, and I remember Leah got the ball, and I was very much in the heat of the moment, just like ah, oh, like I. I was playing the same way with everybody. I wasn't. I wasn't like hurt trying to hurt anybody because no. with rugby tackles. So this is actually this game that Jason came up with. This is a like it's like a rugby drill. This is this is a rugby tackling drill essentially, and it just teaches you how to tackle safely and properly. And in in reality, if you tackle somebody properly, it really doesn't hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it might knock you like you're gonna you're gonna take a shoulder to the gut, but I mean. You know, if you brace yourself a little bit, like it, it's not really going to hurt. And considering we all had the adrenaline going and we're all running around, honestly, it didn't. It, it really wouldn't hurt. So I, yeah. I just preface this by saying, yeah, um, <laughs> what I'm about to say. Um, but yeah, I remember Leah got the ball, <laughs> and similar to how I just ran and took Jason out, <laughs> I did the same thing to Leah. <laughs> Maybe a little less hard, but yeah, <laughs> when it comes to rugby tackling. The the form of the tackle is you put your shoulder into somebody, you yeah. grab their leg, and like you grab their one leg, you pull it up, and you just kind of like go to the ground with them. Um, your other hand tends to swing around, grab the lower back, grab their butt, whatever. I straight up grab Leah's butt. Uh, <laughs> tackle uh, Leah. I, I was like, oh shoot, my hands on Leah's butt, and I remember getting up and I was like, Leah, I am so sorry. And she was like, it's fine. It's fine. It's the game. It's going to happen. I was like, okay. I just want you to know I'm really sorry. I wasn't trying to be a creep. And she was like, it's fine. So, I wasn't trying to put the moves. I didn't find an excuse to put on the moves. <laughs> I promise. No moves dude, are so trying funny. to be played right now. Oh, so, dude, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. She's like one of the I she's like I at least I remember back in the day, she's that person who's like, Oh, I don't care. Like she just like she was rough in the game, like she just was all in tackling, so she's like, Oh, it's just part of the game. I don't care. Like she wasn't she wasn't offended at all. She's like that kind of person like that would not be like, How dare you slap kind of thing. Oh yeah. So, no, Leah Leah and her siblings, like they're they're a lot of really kind of get dirty, get in there and you know, I, I okay. When I say get dirty, I mean like just dive right in t- to a situation. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> no, that Leah is very much like her siblings in that where you know yeah. they're like their their hands their hands first. You know they they just dive right into it and they're yeah they get into it and and they have fun. So yeah, Leah yeah. is very much like yeah no don't worry I know this you're not trying to be creepy. Um, so, so yeah, the other two girls didn't play. It was four guys who played and two girls that played. Right. Bianca is just extremely competitive. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah, Leah, right. 
Leah also enjoys physical fun games and is relatively competitive as well. Yeah. And then the four guys were obviously like, yes, we want to play this game. Of course, yeah. Um, so, yeah. No, it was fun. Honestly, it was a lot of fun. Nobody got hurt. I don't think anybody got hurt. To my knowledge, so. nobody did. No. Yeah, so. And, and to be fair, we had the other two girls were standing watching as well as our leaders. Our leaders were there watching us as well. So That's the right. adults were there with us. Yes. <laughs> Just so that everybody knows, <laughs> the adults, it was adult supervised. Yeah. Nobody was getting weird. Uh, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that trip. Um, and I guess it's a kind of good way to segue to the topic, I guess, if you want to kind of lead towards that. Friend. Yeah. Oh, oh. before we go to the topic, oh, I oh. do want to say oh, congratulations oh. to Leah. She actually just got engaged. That's so, right. I mean, I doubt she's ever going to listen to this. But anybody that knows her, congratulations to Leah. She's Woo-hoo. engaged to a wonderful man named Andrew. Um, tall guy. I think, He's a tall guy. Yeah, tall guy. He's a tall guy. He's yeah, taller I think than me, they're I think. planning. Oh, probably. You're a short guy. Yeah, I'm uh-huh. short. <laughs> <laughs> they're, uh, I, th- I think they're planning to have their wedding, uh, I think, this summer as well as Julie and I. So, yeah, no, congratulations to them. And I hope Andrew doesn't hear this and get jealous. <laughs> Wait, jealous? Totally kidding. Man, man, because, because I touched Leah's butt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. It make me have to say it. No, there's nothing to be jealous of. No. <laughs> I have a wonderful fiance. You've got a wonderful fiance. Anyways, let's move on. Anyways, yes. Yeah, so Brendan, you and I kind of discussed about what our topic would be about. And yeah, just kind of like, where do you want to lead this discussion, Brendan, exactly? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's yes, like it's it's a topic of cultures um, and like culture shock and just learning about new cultures, right? Like the similarities and maybe some of the differences that you didn't realize were there. Um so, like, I, I want to start this conversation by coming back to the story I had mentioned um, when I was I was getting food. I was I was at Subway. I was getting my I was getting my food, and I can't remember the girl's name for the life of me. Um, and my eyes are so bad that I can barely read her name tag. Um, but uh, but she's she's really awesome. Um, and she we have been we've been chatting every time I go, and and like I said, I become a bit of a regular. So. So yeah, no, we've built like a nice little, a nice little customer worker relationship and it's nice. Um, and yeah, so whenever I go, we just kind of chat about things. Like we talk about school. Um, sometimes we chat about like how, you know, about just about like life in general, life during the pandemic, whatever, kind of, kind of whatever, a little bit of small talk. Um, but this past time that I went, um, I, I had mentioned my, my brother and just some of the struggles he's been having with, um, you know, uh, with with drugs and and other stuff like that, um, and then, um, and and yeah, I just kind of mentioned some of the struggles with that, and just kind of how that's um, affected me a little bit, and and um, and she um, like as soon as I mentioned that, it was like something kind of lit up for her, and she was just like, oh, like she found the similarity that we had, so. Like for for weeks now, she's been telling me about how she's been like she's wanting to get her brother and and some of her family members to Canada because um, um, like from India, I can't remember where in India they they're living, but like somewhere in India. Yeah. Um, and she's just like, yeah, you know what? Like our community is not super great. Um, it's actually much better here. And and I'd love for my family to be able to live here and live a better life. And I was like, well, that like that's awesome. I really hope that. You, know, you guys can get that. And so when I mentioned my brother, 
um, she kind of she started talking about her brother and just uh, some of the stuff that kind of goes on in her neighborhood back at home. And for me, I guess I had a very probably very stereotypical different version in my head of what life would look like for her back at home. Yeah. Um, and it, it just kind of blew my mind a little bit because when I mentioned that, she started mentioning about how she wants to bring her brother here because at home, um, as like especially amongst the boys, they um, as soon as they start getting a little bit older, like drugs are a really big problem there, and mm. like boys becoming drug addicts and and um, selling drugs and like you know it, and and yeah, like she was like, yeah, it's actually a very big problem in my community, and I I really wanted to bring my brother here. Um, so that so that I could get him away from that, and because um, yeah, she doesn't want him to fall into those circles and fall into that kind of stuff. Yeah, and yeah. so you know, like for me, I was just like, wow, like that's it, it. Just kind of blew my mind a little bit to to how similar we are in that you know that we we would both like back at home for her and here at home for me, we would have such similar issues. Because um, I guess in my head, honestly, like I knew, I obviously I knew like drugs are or can be an issue pretty much anywhere but the way that she explained it it it, i was just like you know what like that sounds a lot like it is here um Mm. and you know just to be able to relate to each other on those similar issues right of of like drug abuse and worrying about our families for that exact same thing it was it was really eye-opening to me It, it helped me one to kind of connect a little bit better um to it, it it helped me increase my knowledge a little bit about you know some of the struggles that that you know a lot of the the indian people coming to canada face and maybe that those being some of the reasons why they've come to canada or mm-hmm. you know um you know just just some of the some of the stuff that they live in their communities there as well and so yeah. you know yeah that that, that kind of spurred me wanting to kind of chat about cultural diversity and you know, culture shock a little bit and just, you know, some of the stuff that we've learned about different cultures, because I think it's very important to become culturally, culturally aware, especially as a Canadian. Mm-hmm. Um, like our, our country is full of so many different cultures and it's, and it's only getting more, like we're only getting more and more cultures, which, which is awesome. Honestly, it's great. Yeah. More diverse. Um, and I think if, yeah, yeah. And I think if yeah. people are doing it the right way, doing it through the right channels, doing it for the right reasons, mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I think it's great. Um, personally, like I'm, I'm really okay with, um, with anybody from any other country coming and living in Canada, you know, like yeah. you know, take those opportunities and I hope that, you know, it, it works out for everyone. Right. So I yeah, I just wanted to chat a little bit about just some of the, yeah, some of the cultural differences, some of the culture shock that we've experienced. And, uh, yeah. So Rudy, I'm going to pass it to you because you've been on a, a few mission trips as you've mentioned previously mm-hmm. and you know like what what do you think maybe was one of the biggest um the biggest culture shocks you experienced you know maybe you had something in your head and you went to on your missions trip or you went somewhere else and you were like wow this is actually different from what i thought or wow this is actually a lot worse than what i thought it was going to be mm-hmm. yeah i remember i think it was our trip yeah, it was a trip with you, Brandon, and you you probably will remember this. We were in Dominican for a bit, and then we went to uh, the border of Dominican Haiti. Now, of course, we stayed on the Dominican side because just for safety-wise, because uh, Haiti's they're going through. I would say maybe worse than Dominican. I would say I think I, if if that's okay to say, but I, we yeah, I think when we were there, that was very much the case. Yeah, and this was granted. This was back in about twenty four. 
2014. Uh, and I remember we were able to visit uh, a, uh, it was an orphanage. Uh, we, we, we visit, we crossed the border, I think two times, uh, but we didn't stay in Haiti, but we, we were there to visit for the day and then return back to our place in Dominican. Like it was just by the border. Do you remember that? Yeah, honestly, like to this, to this day, um, if I was, if I was standing at the Dominican Haitian border, I would be able to walk right to the, right to the orphanage because it was, it was usually cross the bridge and yeah, through no man's land, I guess. And, yeah. Yeah. You cross the bridge, walk up a little bit, yeah. hang a right and just walk down that street until you get to this big iron gate, um, that kind of closed in the, the orphanage. Yeah. Yeah. And like we've seen a lot already, like uh, in different towns, we visit a few homes where they had a TV. Uh, they had air, like they had a lot of fans for because they don't have air conditioning. They just use their fans, um, but like they had electricity and some had cars and stuff like that. But I think especially going towards Haiti was was quite something. Uh, a was the orphanage was fantastic to go to the orphanage and see what they do there because it was it was cool to see some people who spoke English because they were from I think either Canada or from the states. Uh, I remember there was a few people there that yeah. were who who moved or maybe they were there for uh, a, a certain period of time to work at the orphanage. Yeah, some of the missionaries at yeah, the orphanage. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were I think there was at least one or two American um, missionaries. Yeah. At the orphanage. So yeah, going to the orphanage was very fantastic. Just but just to see what the kids, you know, how many kids were, you know, either abandoned or lost their parents because of something that happened. Um, it's just, you know, it's just, you know, or there's orphanages here in Canada too. And it's just, it's just, it happens everywhere around the country, around the world. But just to see kids in the environment that they're in, uh, outside, I would say, outside the orphanage, because the orphanage inside was fin like fantastic. It looked great. Very beautiful orphanage, but just outside the environment was just, it was very different. But there was also something else that trip um, was where, and uh, where, which happened in Dominican. Uh, we were in this park and I believe we were going to, we were heading somewhere. I forget exactly where we were heading, but we were in this park. There, there was something that our, our missions director, he needed to go and do. And so he kind of left us with um, his wife who was also um, leading the, leading the team. Um, so it was the eight of us and, and our mission director's wife or, or our other mission leader. Um, yeah. And, and, and yeah, he, he, he had to go and do something and that's, and that's kind of where we were. This this woman with her daughter came to us. I think minutes later, or a couple like ten minutes later, while we were kind of looking around, and uh, we we saw that she was holding her child, like kind of I guess guiding her child, like while they're walking, because she was blind. Um, and just her just asking for us to pray for for her, and uh, just just seeing her just doing the best she can for her daughter, anything, right? And she was she was quiet. She said a couple things, um, but I, I didn't understand her. But I think Liz uh, translated for us, and and she trans she translated, yeah, our, our, she translated. Liz translated for us when you were, were praying. Uh, I remember that, uh, like our, our mission leaders would like when we did a mission ministry, they would translate for us. Um, but I, I just remember that just, you know, doing, doing that for her and just like, oh man, just, just have like having her, her mom come to us and just, you know, just, just us being there for them. And I mean, I don't know where they're at today. Uh, I, I really wish the best for them right now. Um, but it's just one of those moments I will never forget. 
just you know it's like if she was healed or or not it's it's just more about just you know seeing someone come to us and just like yeah it's i don't know it's hard to explain i i don't know what to say about it but it just was it was it was very powerful yeah it was a very powerful moment a very powerful day and yeah i remember i remember when she came up and um and she she kind of came i mean obviously when a lot of the people in dominican and haiti when they see a bunch of white people um they assume that we just have a bunch of money and they come and they they tend to come asking um for money they you know that and, and that it happened a lot throughout the trip yeah it um did. it did you know uh, and, and that's like, that's understandable yeah, like people saw us and they're like oh rich people yeah. so and yeah it makes sense yeah, yeah. right like a lot of people like a lot of white people would go there to do mission trips like outside of our team mm-hmm. and they're the ones that are coming bringing the stuff mm-hmm. so you know when 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 people you know in dominican and haiti when they see white people they're like hey stuff mm-hmm. you know they they start to kind of associate the white people with you know with the rich yeah you know stuff with the stuff with money and all that stuff and so you know a lot of times that's we had people come up to us for that and you know and we we didn't have a whole lot of money to give anybody because we were just a bunch of students and um we had we fundraised a bunch of money to be able to come on this trip and you know pay for the supplies and the place that we stayed also i know rudy mentioned that we stayed at a resort and uh, i know even saying this is gonna still sound kind of douchey but um it we 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 got like cheap hotels um and when we got our package it was it was like two star hotel here two and a half star hotel here Mm -hmm. and so you know yes for them i guess like i don't know maybe on like TripAdvisor or something wherever it was it was rated low and Mm -hmm. so it was cheap and but it it turned out to be a resort Uh, admittedly one of the nicest places i places i've ever been Mm -hmm. to um personally but but yes you know i it it, it it sounds kind of weird that we stayed in a resort but yeah no I, it's, absolutely. it's not like it's not yeah, like yeah. we all the money we fundraised was like let's stay in like this nice five star place and, oh yeah like we like we you know, yeah exactly i'm glad you brought that up cuz we want like even our our whole mission team was it's not a vacation like we had a day where we had a break you know because we did a lot of stuff that we went to a beach and we we did some cool stuff we got to travel yeah, around yeah. but we had we had the yeah we had the one day yeah. where it was like all right guys this is our day where we're not actually running around doing everything because like yeah. the other nine yeah it was a 10-day trip the other nine days we were like we were working really hard yeah. we were you know we were helping like like they they were building um a second floor on their school shoveling all this gravel and 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 just all of like the roof or whatever like everything that caved into the room so that they could start building the the second floor Mm -hmm. like we shoveled it out of these two school rooms we washed these two rooms down and we painted them Mm -hmm. um and then they had a bunch of workers that were working on the second floor while we were there but um yeah our first two days was kind of taking care of that um painting those rooms um and then after that, it was just doing ministry stuff, like hanging out with the kids, running programs for the kids, mm-hmm. um, you know, doing some community outreach, kind of, yeah, yeah. Like walking around in the community and doing stuff like, you know, we met with a couple churches, we sat in on a service, um, we had a service with their um, internship program. So like we had our SLI internship with our church and they had a very similar program with their church and we we got to connect with uh with the young adults in their program and that was yeah. just a lot of fun that was really cool um so yeah so all that to say yes our mission trip wasn't just this big vacation like no yeah. we, we had a day where we did go to a beach and we we kind of had like a little bit of fun relaxed together kind of thing but yeah. 
no, most of the time we were we were out working and we'd come home late, go to sleep, mm-hmm. wake up early, <laughs> eat our food and, and get ready to keep doing it. There was also another time I was on a different mission trip. Uh, it was, I believe I was a chaperone that time too, with uh, actually with Owen and, uh, and uh, his wife, Amberly. Uh, we were invited uh, f- to do uh, one of the schools that our church was connected with, their, their mission trip. And uh, it was in Colombia. And uh, there was a, a YWAM resort that uh, we went to to visit to kind of see what they were doing. YWAM is all over the place. It's, it's all over the place, yeah. So, they, uh, But this place was like, the, the resort was right at this um, this town. And it was it was it was um, it was a lot of it was very muddy. There was no pavements. A lot of houses had those uh, rooftops where it was just metal. A lot of just cloth curtains and and not much not much not like they didn't really have a lot of concrete walls. It was all made of. It it, it was a very it was very tough to see uh, how people were living conditions there. But it, just to see that that organization was right there in the center of that was really cool to see, you know, that they weren't in the city, the big city, you know, this was, they were there with the people directly. Um, mm-hmm. it, I really liked that, but it was, it was, it, it was and, and what I mean by tough to see is just, it was heartbreaking to see people who have to live this way, you know, like that's, you, you know, you wish, like, it's like the thing, like you wish that you could just solve everything, right? When, uh, like for me, on a mission trip, oh, if I could just do this, or like, you know, just that they don't have, that they have food or water, they don't need to have to worry about it, because we don't have to worry about water, like just think of water itself, clean, fresh water, we don't have to worry about that. But for them, it's to make sure, like, you know, imagine every yeah. week, you know, will I get fresh water, you know, from my system? Um, uh-huh. You know, will I have the right medical attention that I need? Uh, yeah, it's just all those things, all those things that just, it was, it was, a, it was a huge eye opener, but I was very grateful uh, that I saw that uh, for myself, especially just to, to be there. Um, uh, yeah. I'll let you share, Brendan. Like, I know you want yeah, to. Yeah, no, I, I just wanted to share, I guess, like, because like, we were talking about, you know, uh, culture shock. Um, and I, I, I think either of us have yet to really share, like, a, a big culture shock moment. Um, but I think my big one was, again, it was on that missions trip um, that Rudy and I had gone to Dominican. And um, we we were going to a grocery store so we could pick up some water. Because, again, like, the, the water it was a little tougher to find clean drinking water. Like you'd have to go to a store and buy water bottles or like, like that, that was kind of like, that's where, where we got our water. It was from water bottles. Like we, um, we couldn't, we were not supposed to drink from the tap, you know, kind of thing. And so, um, so yeah, I remember we, we had gone to a grocery store to buy a box of like big water bottles for the day. Um, because like, yeah, we needed it. Like that day we were going to be, you know, doing a lot of work and, um, I remember the thing that really shocked me. It made my blood boil. Um, and I, I really questioned, I was just like, uh, it, 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 it was really tough to see um, for me anyways. Um, but anyway, so we got into the grocery store, we got our water, we were leaving. Um, and while we were in Dominican, there are a lot of kids, uh, a lot of homeless kids uh, walking around the streets, running around the streets. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them are like shoe shiners. Like they will carry their box with like their little handmade tools to shine shoes yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and I remember as we were leaving the store, um, I heard a man kind of yelling at a bunch of these kids that were kind of like, you know, walking around kind of near the front of the store. And I remember he came out with his giant whip. 
and he started cracking this whip at all of the kids. I don't know, Rudy, if you oh, remember yeah, that. I do, um, do. Oh my yeah. gosh. Oh, yeah, I, I remember he was doing that, and I was just like, like he didn't hit the kids, mm-hmm. um, which I was, I was really happy about that. I was like, okay, at least he's not like actually whipping the children. At least I, I didn't see that. Um, but he was kind of like cracking the whip at them, obviously to scare them. Like they're, they're like, okay, he's going to hit us with that. Like obviously he has to have hit at least a couple kids with the whip yeah. if they are going to be afraid of the whip. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I remember seeing that and I was like, oh my goodness, like this is, that's not okay. I was like, this is ridiculous. Um, cause yeah, you do something like that here and you're, you're going to jail, right? Like you case, if you chase kids around with a whip or with a weapon, whether you hit them with it or not, like you're, you're going to jail you're going to get charged. Um, but I guess like, I can't remember if I had actually had a conversation with somebody about it, but you know, just upon reflecting on it more and like reflecting more on it now, I guess, you know, the, the thing of it is, is that, you know, that's that store owner, um, or store worker, um, probably the store owner, um, he probably deals with a lot of theft. Like he probably gets stolen from a lot. And, you know, just kind of realizing all of the, all of the people that live in that area that live in those cities. Um, like that's, if, if they're getting stolen from, they're losing money and they're obviously spending money on this stuff and they need to feed their families. Right. Like it's, yeah. it, 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 it's not like a very thriving community in some of the areas and so it's just like yeah if kids are stealing from him then he can't feed his family so you know and i start to try and make sense of it because i'm like okay you know what that makes sense it's either he like gets these kids the heck out of his store so they don't steal or you know his family doesn't eat or he doesn't eat that's right you know it's kind of like a it's it's a fight to survive kind of situation like he could get fired if like his man like if he wasn't even the manager like if he was just the worker and he was not on top of that he wasn't the store owner yeah he could get fired because he wasn't on top of that you know hey we keep losing products because you're not keeping an eye on it yeah yeah exactly and and then yeah and that's like the, the scenario if he if he wasn't the owner of the store but um but yeah i just remember that being like the biggest one for me where i was like wow like these guys like they feel the need to have to do something like this and and it was just really intense um, for me to see that and to try and make sense of it and, 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 and to try and empathize with them about uh, uh, to empathize with the fear of losing your job, of, of losing your income. Um, and yeah, it was just, that was probably like the biggest culture shock for me was just seeing that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, Rudy, was there, was there any like, whoa, like any whoa moments in your life where you've seen like, something from another culture that really just like like baffled you whether it was good or bad you know because mm-hmm. like sometimes there's like good culture shock where it's like wow like you guys have this like really good um kind of thing yeah because i've had some of those moments too oh absolutely absolutely i think i think of how uh just seeing like let's say the it could be the trip that you that you and i've been on but i'm thinking of another trip i was on uh, and it was again it was in Colombia. Uh, some of the the like one of the churches we went to, and you know the pastor was there, and uh, so this is I will say the like the the good culture shock I guess was like just how inviting and warm he was with everybody. You know, like kids were moving around, but he's just you know like he as he's like saying a prayer, um, 
and the kids were making noise. He didn't say, oh, shh, or no, nobody like shushed them. He says, oh, now the, um, we're great for it. Like, because our, our mission pastor was uh, like, our mission pastor was translating for him. So uh, when he said like, what was translated was during his prayer, he said, we are grateful for our kids being happy and running around, being active. Like he wasn't annoyed that the kids were making noise during a prayer. Like that was really cool. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like it was outside, it was very simple chairs, plastic chairs. It was just a simple uh, backyard lights, you know, cause it was at nighttime. And uh, the music was just played uh, either through our worship team or was just played through a uh, like an old radio, and everyone just loved just to dance. It was just, but I think the shock was it was just to see how, like the good side of it was just to see how they were just so happy and just about the simple things, simple things in life, you know, that we that I might mm. take for granted, thinking like, yes, I am grateful that I get to you know walk around i'm not in a wheelchair or that i you know because there was i saw a lot of kids or a lot of a, a lot of adults who had who had no legs who and we didn't even have a wheelchair some had to walk with their arms um but and the, but that just they were grateful for just so many things and just uh and, and i'm very i'm very glad i never wanted to be treated like you know oh we are you know look at us we're here to help you no it's more like we're here to be with you because we're we're all to, we're all mm -hmm. together. We're all people. We're all the same. We're here to be with you, not to look oh, look look after you to take care of you. Which yeah. was, I guess, our mission. We were helping them out, but also we were there to sit with them, amongst them, not only to be on stage. Um, but anyways, I, I would say also a culture shock for me was, uh, um, like there was a lot of kids in that church who had their parents there. Sometimes just the mom, sometimes maybe the dad or both parents were there too. And, and sometimes the kids weren't with their parents at all. And, uh, and, um, and, you know, we would take the bus, you know, back to our, the place we stayed at. And sometimes you'd see the kids still walking home after it was like 30 minutes they left. They're still walking as we drove by. Uh, and I talked to my mission pastor about that, like saying sometimes can their parents almost not make it. And it said either they don't have parents or both their parents are working and they just can never make it to church. So the kid just goes to church himself. Yeah. And yeah, it's just like, oh man, but just see the kids were smiling the whole time. Like, you know, they had their Wi-Fi was only at this town square. That's all their Wi-Fi was. So sometimes you see the kids playing on their phone or, or something uh, using the Wi-Fi there. But, you know, even then, like at the church when they're heading out or when we had to leave, they're just smiling, waving, you know, uh, like uh, just man it's just like oh man wow like he, ha he has to walk home who knows how far and i've seen also a lot of like i don't know if they were gang members or just people who were really loud and yelling and arguing at night or during the day just you just hear yelling all of a sudden and then you just see a kid just walking past this argument this commotion going on just like oh man just, that's just that's the reality for them you know oh i i'm going to go to church my parents are going to go to work so i'm just going to go to church yeah. yeah yeah honestly I, I think i think the last yeah my last kind of closing comments i just want to say is like yeah i think through all of it like it, being called being more culturally aware or culturally open-minded i think yeah it's just it it, it it helps to learn so much more not just about other cultures but just about people in general yeah right it, it it's like the, those missions trips like it was amazing how much like yeah i definitely came in i was like yeah we're coming to help um but like i know i left kind of being like wow like, you guys helped me with some stuff too you know like they helped me 
realized and like a lot of the cultural conversations that I have, people are helping me one, like maybe realize some of the ignorances I've had in my life um, or, you know, helping me to understand something a little bit better or, you know, some stuff like that, you know, like a lot of these conversations I have um, with people from other cultures and just learning a bit more about like their culture and how they do things is, you know, it, it's helped me make be become a little bit wiser. And it's also I had the fluff in my hair. Um, sorry. Yeah. It's helped me become a little bit wiser and it's also, um, you know, just helped me to become a better person, a more understanding person, a more empathetic person. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, you know, I, I just, my closing comment, I guess is just, you know, to be open, be willing, be open-hearted, open-minded um, to having conversations with people about things that, you know, maybe you'd prefer not to like, yeah. you know, learn about the cultures around you, yep. learn about the people that are living near you. You know, you don't have to become best friends with every single person you meet, but you're going to become, you know, vastly more knowledgeable and wiser if you're willing to sit down and have a conversation with somebody that, you know, comes from a very different background than you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know the story, right? You know, you think, oh, you know, this family came from uh, the Middle East or South America or Asia or Europe or who, who, like anywhere um and yeah and and when you get to know them you might be surprised that some of them might have a quite quite the story to share and uh and i think it's it's like i think it will be some mean might find it tough to share their 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 history maybe they're trying to leave the past behind they're trying to leave you know not share their past but it could also be like a great way for them to just share with someone that you know hey it, this is this is where if i i had i used to live in this country or this town this country and uh, we had to leave because this and this happened and uh just for you to be there just the support say hey you know being there for one another it's all about community right it's the same when you go to a mission trip or you go to a community event like a outreach here in in your in your local region um you know like i and I'll, I'll be very sure about this so i i i work for one of my jobs was uh to help broadcast some church services for uh, one of our TV stations, and uh, we had one of our one of the uh, in the KW area, they have there's an organization called Ray of Hope, and you know Ray of Hope, Brendan, because we've volunteered there. Um, and she just talked about you know how you know she's seen like this lady who works for Ray of Hope, she's seen people uh, you know judge a lot of people who are homeless, or you know, uh, and she even said, don't even call them homeless people, call them just people who are homeless. Because they are people like some some people forget that you know they have you don't know their story you don't know what they've been through you, you don't know their background was it, it doesn't ha mean that they're homeless because they were they were bad with their finances or they wouldn't had a bad drug addiction there's there's way more than just that right you got to be very vulnerable yeah. when when you see someone who's at you know in a certain life a uh, tough life and state so but that's just a whole different topic but i just thought to share that just yeah just be minded of that and yeah have those conversations i i think that's very important Bryn, like the point you made so yeah yeah sweet so yeah everyone thanks for joining us today um remember you can find us on instagram <laughs> and facebook at the over the top podcast yeah and rudy where can our listeners find our podcast yeah they can follow us on spotify now spotify's new so uh, also iTunes still to us on the Spotify. <laughs> and, and iTunes and also you can follow us on Anchor FM uh, that's where our podcasts will be nowadays and a few others like if you go to Anchor 
this shows a few other uh, platforms, but I really don't know those platforms that well. So just go to Anchor <laughs> FM and you'll find all the platforms we're on. <laughs> yeah, go to Anchor, go to Spotify, you know, the ones that people know. Yeah, yeah. And we'll have the, we'll have the link in the description uh, where to follow us uh, if you're not sure where, to, where, where it is exactly. But uh, anyways, yeah, uh, this, this is a much longer episode. I know that for sure when I edit this, but I think this is like an episode. I'm happy that it's a very long conversation because... It's it's good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff we shared and um, good good things yeah, that we like things we experienced. I'm really happy about this one, man. I'm really glad about yeah, this topic. About um, and we're hoping more topics will be more about yeah things that we're dealing with either today, uh, maybe personally or just what's around us, what's going on, mm. and just how we can support one another and be positive, even though things can be tough in life. And through that, we're just hoping that this podcast will just help bring some. I wouldn't say maybe hope, but more of just bring some lights and some awareness and also just saying, hey, you know, like we're here just to talk and share some insights or some thoughts we have on this topic or something like that. So, yeah. 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 Well, everyone, thanks for joining us today. And um, yeah, hopefully, you know, leave, leave a leave a rating, I guess. If you're listening to us on Spotify, you can leave a rating, I think. Also, leave a comment on our Instagram or Facebook page. Tell us some things you might want to hear us talk about um, or share our perspectives on. You know, we'd love to get some ideas from the seven listeners that we have. It's grown. We've got seven now. Oh, um, hey. <laughs> Apparently, but, some um, of my, my former classmates listen to it too. So, our audience yeah, is growing, well, man. You know, Rudy's former classmates. There we go. Give us a topic. We'd love to maybe dive into it if it's something we <laughs> we won't just sound like complete dummies talking about yeah anyways rudy what are you what are you going to give us a stay or stay away stay open-minded ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs>